Hey friends, welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and on today's episode, we're talking all about energy. But before I dive into that, I gotta tell you, if I sound weird, I want you to know, I have a chest cold situation happening that I'm healing from, so forgive me if my voice sounds weird. All right, so I have been asked to do this podcast episode or one like it by so many people recently. People will message me and say something like, hey, Ange, I love learning about energy. Can you tell me some more episodes I can learn more about energy or I can refer other people to because I think this stuff is so helpful. And a lot of those episodes that I've done in the past are buried under the archive of all the podcast episodes that I've done. And I just think it's time to update y'all because the person who recorded those episodes back in the day is a different person today, me. So I've evolved. I've learned a lot more about energy as well as communication. And what I've been doing lately is really blending what I've learned about both areas together because they go hand in hand. So my background is I'm a communications consultant. I've been a career coach for well over a decade now. And I've learned that when we communicate in a way that generates a higher energy, it's very influential, not only on ourselves, but other people. And it creates the kind of results that we want in our life. And I don't think enough people are talking about how important it is that we are intentional about the way that we are communicating, not only with other people, but also ourselves the kind of energy that we're bringing into the world. Because the kind of energy that you show up with is going to create the results in your life. And you see people all the time that are showing up from this lower energy place, being super negative, feeling like they're at the effect of life. Woe is me, anxious, depressed, like all of those kinds of things. And I know as humans, we all go there. I go there too. But my point is, is that we don't have to stay there. And the more that we get conscious of those states and how they, why they show up for us, the more that we can spend time living in those higher states and feeling the way that we want to feel. So my goal is to teach people more tools around how to shift if they choose to do so. And I'm not saying ignore those lower feelings. I'm actually saying acknowledge them. Notice where you are and then decide who do you want to be and how do you want to show up. So we're going to talk about the lower levels on this episode today. This is a two-part series where today I'm talking about the catabolic energy. This is the energy that is destructive. It's the energy that's draining. It's what we tend to think about as negative energy. I don't like to call it that, but it's it's the way that we think about negative energy in a nutshell. And it's It's when we're feeling at our lower points, when we don't feel motivated, when we feel anxious or insecure, when we doubt what could be possible for us, when we're procrastinating, when we're trying to avoid conflict, when we're trying to hide from the world, that stuff, that's all involved in the lower energies. When we're angry, when we're frustrated, when we're overwhelmed, you guys get where I'm going with this. And I'm going to dive deeper into that, probably repeat myself a little bit to really emphasize this so you understand it. But that's what we're going to talk about on today's episode, the lower levels. Before I dive into this even more, 
I got to give you some quick, fun updates about what's been happening in my life. So today is the day I actually leave to go on a trip to Laos. So Laos is the country that my mom was born in. She came to the United States as a refugee during the Vietnam War as a child, and she hasn't been back in over 50 years. So I am taking her back with my husband and my stepdad. We're all taking this trip to Laos together. I get to see, you know, where my mom grew up. I get to see some of my cousins that still live there. So it's, it's going to be awesome. And I, I get to bring my mom on an adventure. And this is, she hasn't even, I don't think, been on a plane. I think she's gone once on a plane but not internationally. So it's going to be so fun because I know she's going to have that energy of like a little kid, you know, like all excited about all the newness that she sees. And she has all these questions about what it's like to fly. And even my stepdad was asking me questions about like, what kind of food can he bring on the plane? And what do they give you? And it's just so fun to provide that experience for everyone and that adventure. So I got a lot of fun things planned. My mom has a lot of fun things planned, like a a Laos ceremony or Laotian ceremony, Lao ceremony, I forget how you say it, Um, a ceremony where we are celebrating uh, our weddings. So even though it's been, you know, over seven years since I've been married, um, has it been seven years? I don't know. I lose track. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we are going to be doing that ceremony. My mom's going to do one. It's just going to be so fun. And it's so cool to think that I get to bring my unborn child that's in my belly over there too. And I want y'all to know I had my gender reveal this past weekend as well. So I'll update you on that. Friday, I ended up speaking at an event. I did a keynote and it was phenomenal. Like the people in the room, shout out if you were in the room. What a great group of people. Um, I shared my keynote on, it's called Ignite Your Influence, Communication Secrets for Personal and Professional Success. And this is where I talked about this energy stuff. I talked about communicating very intentionally, designing the life that you want, the stuff that, you know, we talk about here on the show. And it was very well received um, I've already been invited to speak at other events, so I just feel so excited. And after that day, I went to the, my anatomy scan appointment with my husband, and we got to see our baby and see the bones and its like heartbeat and just see the miracle that's there. And you get it if you're a parent and you and you see that ultrasound, you get you just something changes in you, and you're like, wow, this is so cool. You know, to see a human, like now it actually starting to look like a human, you know, at the stage that it's in now. So then I got to tell you another funny story and I promise I'll get into the content. So at, so our goal was to have this gender reveal party. So on Friday, I found out if it was a boy or a girl when I was there. Well, I didn't find out. I was asking them to keep it a secret from me and my husband, but I got a little envelope that had the gender in it. Saturday was my reveal party. So I was immediately going to leave the doctor's office and then head over to Michigan, which is where my family is from, to get ready for this party. And anyways, my sister was supposed to text me the number of the lady who was making our cakes so she would know the gender, but she didn't get to she didn't get text me on time. So I had to find someone, a complete stranger, to send a text to the person who was making the cake and tell her the gender of the baby. So I approached someone in the Home Depot parking lot. 
I feel like that's always uncomfortable. Like when someone comes up to you and they're like approaching you head on, you see them heading towards you and you're like, what does this person want, this stranger? And I was like, hey, uh, can I get you to do me a favor? And they're like, uh, what, you know, or am I going to be abducted right now, you know? So you could tell that she was like, yeah, what kind of favor, you know? And uh, I said, hey, can you open up this envelope and pull out the picture? Just, I mean, just peek at it. It says the gender of my baby. Can you text that gender to this person who is making my cake for my gender reveal tomorrow? And sometimes people are weird about like texting a different stranger's number on their phone and stuff. And I didn't know if this person was going to be uncomfortable with that. I was like, you can do it on my phone. And she was like, no, I don't want to do that because then, you know, you might see it later. She's like, I can do it on my phone. No worries. So she ended up sending it. I was so grateful. I was grateful, too, that I found someone that was, you know, more tech savvy because you never know who you're going to get in a parking lot. And it was like one person that was there. And it was a blessing. And turns out she ended up knowing my family, my husband's family. Um, So that was fun, too. Anyways, it was just all so much fun. I love feeling excited and surprised and generating that kind of energy. So that's why I'm trying to create more opportunities in my life to feel that way, to celebrate, to be excited, to sign up for events that are happening that I've never been to, the kinds of weird things that I haven't been a part of just to release more of that dopamine in my life because I want to be intentional about the energy that I'm generating. So hear me now. I'm asking you to do the same. What else can you celebrate? What else can you make a bigger deal about that maybe you wouldn't normally make a big deal about? It could be even simple things. I'm talking about like, I just picture myself as a mom and like making my baby boy, which I forgot to tell you, I'm having a boy. We figured that out. And uh, just making my baby boy, you know, a sandwich in a cute way or just, just making things a big deal and bringing joy to wherever I am. I want to be that kind of person. I want to be the kind of person that generates that higher energy in spaces. So one of the things that was a part of my vision this year was to think about how I can make things extra special. So I actually write that question down daily. Like, how can I make this extra special? And I think about when I'm when I'm speaking or when I am facilitating something, I'm like, what? What can I do to make this extra special? Ooh, well, maybe we'll play this song. Maybe we'll do this activity. Maybe I'll share this fun story. And it's in an effort to intentionally generate those higher levels of energy. And my husband and I, we have these big calendars. There's so many things I got to tell you. I promise I'm jumping into the content. But I have this, these huge calendars. They're with Jesse Itzler's method. You can look him up if you're not familiar. And he plans out his entire year around not I'm not talking about dentist appointments or you know work stuff necessarily it's more about the fun things that he wants to do in his life so my husband and I sat down and we planned out all of the trips so we have the upcoming trips I'll tell you some that are coming up I got this Laos Vietnam Cambodia trip coming up this month next month I go to Jamaica and I'm actually staying in Jamaica it's a safe area it's nice we've you know, bedded it out. Um, I love it. I'm excited about it. So excited about it because I'm renting the space. I know I'm getting on a tangent right now, but I'm renting the space from someone who I think she's from somewhere in Massachusetts. She owns a place there. And it was just so fun chatting with her back and forth about what she likes to do in the area, being a fellow American and all that, and having this super cute place place that's been in her family for a while. Because I'm going to be staying there by myself for a little bit. My husband's going to leave. It's just going to be me and baby Z. 
my baby's name, my boy's name, I'll just tell y'all, is um, going to be, is, because he's in there now, Zion. Um, Zion is, not only is it is it biblical, it is also, um, my husband's grandpa used to have a little schoolhouse, and it was called Zion School, and he oversaw that schoolhouse. He went there, and then he oversaw it until it ended up just getting so old it, it crumbled. So for some reason, he gave my husband the brick that says Zion, or either my husband saved that brick. He's he's very sent- sentimental, so I could see him just wanting that with the name on it. And uh, he wasn't fully on board with the name. But then um, I just like loved the name, and I felt like I kept seeing it. And so we're calling him Z for short. So that's my baby's name. And then also it in the translation in Hebrew means highest point. And you know we're pretty avid hikers. So this little guy, he's going to be going to high high places. I got high hopes for him. So I'm excited. Anyways, there was a point before I went on my name rant that I wanted to make. I don't know. I lost it. I get my tangents. It's early over here as I'm recording. All right. Now let's get into the content since it's been about 13 minutes of fun stories. But it was relative because we're talking about these higher energy levels. Oh, I wanted to bring you back. So the trips that I'm doing. Then then I in April, I have one coming up that's in Malta, which is an island over by Italy. Anyways, we planned this out. We were looking at our whole year. So we put all those fun things down in the calendar. We prioritize them. There's all these other fun events I looked up. I, there's a bunch of weekend stuff that we're doing, local events happening in the community that I researched, and I just pinned them on the calendar. And I'm telling you this because you got to be intentional about designing your life. you got to be intentional about having fun. It's too easy to let all the work stuff take over and forget to really, really live your life. You know, and the way that I do it is I kind of I do a blend of like I got my speaking events on the calendar um, and as those continue to come in, I starting to put those in different places. I got my trips in the calendar. It's like I'm intentionally designing my life. You know, people are like, how are you, how are you able to do all those things? I last year, I, I'm, this is other things I'm just so proud of myself for. Last year, I made the most that I made in a long time and I had a I think I took like multi, like couple weeks off because I'm in Costa Rica or not last year, last month. And it's just like because I've intentionally started designing things in a way that really aligns with my vision. And I'm able to do those things because I'm intentional about it. And I know people are like, things are going to change when you have a baby. Yeah, of course they are. They're going to change. But I will still commit to being and living the kind of life that I want. That will be a thing that I'm intentional about. And even if it's harder, I'll find a way. I'll find a way to make it work because that's the kind of person that I am. That kind of person. And I want you to think about that. It's like, who are you committed to being? What kind of energy are you committed to generating? Or are you going to commit to the energy of generating like, well, it's hard. I don't know how that's going to work out. Oh, I can't make that happen for me. That's the one energy. So it's a perfect segue for us to talk about that. There's two different kinds of catabolic energy that are, oh, there's a lot. All the levels have catabolic energy in them. Let me back up real quick. There's seven different levels of energy. This is a concept that I learned from Dr. Bruce Snyder. If you are familiar with IPEC, which is the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching, it's a coaching school, phenomenal coaching school. It's the one I attended. If you have any questions about it, reach out. I'll tell you all about it. Um, Anyways, the, the methods behind the way they coach or the methodology, the, the way that they practice their coaching is centered around how 
these different kinds of energy levels work. And it's just words that the creator had put describing the different levels to help us humans really categorize it and understand it. That's all it is because we're already all familiar with the different levels. We experience them. But to be able to spot them, we need to be able to say, this is one, this is two, you know, and so forth. Some people feel better talking about it in a way of seven levels of mindset, seven levels of awareness, seven levels of power, whatever feels good to you. You can describe it in that way. So there's catabolic energy and there's anabolic energy. Catabolic energy is energy that's draining, resisting, and exhausting. And that's what we tend to think about as the negative energy. Anabolic energy is positive, uplifting, building. That's the energy that we tend to think about when we associate it with, or we think of positive energy, like expansion, growth, excitement, love, trust, faith, abundance, right? That's the stuff that lives in those higher levels. So the levels that are the highest in catabolic energy are one and two, the lower levels. And those are the levels that I talked about earlier where we feel, because it's easier, I think it's easy for us to recognize feelings if we're aware, if we're being intentional about it. But this is when we feel overwhelmed, when we say things like, I feel stuck. I feel, you know, maybe you feel really insecure or you just feel like you're always wondering what people might think about you if you put yourself out there, if you speak at this thing, if you do whatever it is. That's the one energy generating, very close to the ego. When someone is really insecure, it just means they're more fixated on themselves. They're like, woe is me. You know, people are looking at me. That's an example of the one energy being generated. So if you can just think about anything that we would probably describe as a negative feeling, it's probably related to one or two energy. The mindset with one energy is I lose. Why bother? Why bother? If you ever said, you know, what's the point? It's not going to work out anyways. Nothing's really changed. It's probably not going to change. You heard someone else say that. That's one energy being generated. Or they say something like, I have to, I have to do this. Oh, I don't really want to, but I have to. Like they don't have a choice. Then again, that's one energy. It's a victimhood mindset. It's like you're at the effect of life versus you intentionally designing your life. You choosing how you show up. Because the reality is, if you're saying, I have to go to work to feed my family, do you though? Because you can choose not to. There might be a negative consequence, but you don't have to. You're choosing to, maybe despite to avoid maybe some other negative consequence, but it's always a choice that you are making. So even that shift for people to see, it's like, I'm choosing this in honor of my family. I'm choosing this in honor of who I want to be. I'm choosing to be uncomfortable in honor of who I want to be versus I have to. It's a different kind of energy that's generated. So the work that I do with a lot of people is recognizing where is that showing up for people because it's holding them back. I can spot it by, I can hear it, what they're saying. I also can feel it just like you can. You know, if it feels like they're talking about something and you start to feel like we were having a conversation yesterday, me and some of my colleagues, and uh, I could feel the energy shifting down as they were talking about some of the challenges that they were facing and how annoying working with certain people was because we had some difficult people that we were working with and they were talking about that and they were just giving energy to it and I could feel my energy shifting down 
And thankfully, one of my other colleagues did some shifting work and was able to help shift everybody out of it. And then by the end of the conversation, we were laughing and we literally were laughing so hard. We were crying about some of the crazy situations we had experienced that day. That was a shift. That was a shift out of those lower states. And we can do that. Like even in our work environments, when people start complaining, if we understand this, we can save ourselves is the way that I see it. Because otherwise you go down with them because energy is contagious. Instead, you can ask certain questions. That's actually what shifts energy. You can ask questions because the brain thinks a different way and generates a different feeling. And what are feelings? They're emotions. They're energy in motion. It always comes back to that. And why do you do what you do? 95% of the decisions you make are based on your feelings, based on your emotions, based on the, gen- the energy that you want or that you are generating. It all comes back to that. That's why energy, understanding it, helps you be more influential in your own life and other people's lives. And it helps it so that you're not the victim in the situation. Like a lot of people who generate a lot of the one energy in the situation, if someone is around them and they're being extremely negative, they will just drop down with them. And instead of thinking like, oh, I don't want to feel this way. Like, what can I ask? Or how can I shift this conversation? Or maybe I need to step away from this because I'm catching this energy because energy is contagious. So it's like when you're aware of it, then you're not going to fall victim to it as much. But then again, we've been running certain programs. We have certain habits around energy that we default to. And this is where the assessment that I help people take and I debrief them on. It's called the Energy Leadership Index Assessment that I'm trained to conduct. It's like you take the test, you get back the results, and the results show you how your energy is showing up. And it can always change. But how it's showing up currently, what's your default Where do you tend to go under stress? Um, How do you tend to show up normally? What kind of energy do you tend to be generating? And then we can have a deeper conversation around, oh, like this is what it looks like for you. This is what what triggers it for you. Now, how do you want to be? And we can look at what is triggering the lower levels. Like this has to be a very personalized process. Where did that come from? How do we shift that around? What do you want to believe instead? And it's like it's, it starts the conversation after we see the results. And we might be like, oh, and it tells me a lot about someone. Because if I see that someone is generating a lot of the one energy, I'm like, I bet you this person is doing a lot of avoiding in their life. They're procrastinating. They're hiding. They're not letting themselves be seen. There's a lot of doubt here. And let's dive into that. Let's remove that sandbag so this person can shift up and make move forward and be the person they want to be. So this brings me to another concept of level one. We could talk about this all day long, but for me, so something that you should know about me is that under stress, my default actually in my profile from even back in the day, and I can guarantee if I took it right now, it'll probably be similar. Under stress, I go to a one. Not like this is a question that people often ask me. Don't every, but doesn't everybody go to a one or two under stress then? No. Some people under a very stressful situation can actually approach it from a very high energy. An example is an ER doc. Someone comes in, their limbs are all cut up, they're bleeding. It's a very stressful situation. Most people would agree on that. And that person can, that doc can go into the zone, focus on saving that person and do what they need to do. 
they're not all frazzled they're like in the zone time is standing still and they're doing their thing it's the flow state that they're in under a very stressful situation that was their default in that situation now the same person let's say that er doc they may default to that in that kind of work thing but at home when their wife's let's say this is this is a dude er doc and their wife says like a snappy comment they might default to a two and fight back because that's just their natural response in that other environment so the environment plays a role too so it's just important to have a conversation around like what kind of energy am i bringing to these different spaces on a regular basis because they're habits they've been programmed as well and if you're not conscious of it then you're unconscious of it and it's running your life so this assessment helps you get that consciousness around it. And um, and then think about tools that you could use to shift yourself and other people. Anyways, if you're interested in taking the assessment, I'll keep a link at the bottom of the detail section of this episode. There's a special running right now where you do the assessment and you also have bonus sessions to go with it. And that's something that you're interested in. You can click the link and see the details. Um, okay, but moving on. So one, for me, this is the point I was trying to make is that's where I default to under stress. So what it looks like for me is avoidance, procrastination. Oh, I don't know how to do something, so I can get wrapped up in like, oh, this is overwhelming, and start to avoid it in general, and then not move forward. And I know this about myself, and I can feel it when I'm starting to do that. And I'm like, this isn't serving you. This isn't going to take you where you want to go if you're avoiding the hard stuff, if you're hiding, if you're not letting yourself be seen. And sometimes it's even like someone will reach out to me with in emails about just different opportunities and things, and it, it might scare me. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can handle that. I don't know if I'm good enough. Like, right, those kinds of feelings will trigger, and I'll, I'll see them. And I'm like, no, like, we're not going to approach this from a one. We're going to, what would it look like if I came from a five? What would it look like if I trusted? What if I believed? You know, I start doing that kind of stuff, asking myself questions, and I shift up, and I take action from a higher energy place. But my default, it's not always a higher energy. It's lower sometimes that shows up. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's not going to run my life. And one of the things I often say is I don't make decisions from a place of fear. I don't. Someone said to me the other day, they asked me about traveling and they're like, you know, um, with you being a mom, you're going to be traveling. You're still going to be traveling as much as you do now. Aren't you going to be like worried? And are you really going to go to all those countries that might have travel advisories? Because I do go to often many countries that have that. I feel like that's pretty common. Um, anyways, they'll say stuff like that. And I say, look, the way that I make decisions in my life is not from a place of fear. I, I don't let fear base my decision making. I mean, I'm not dumb about like I consider things and risk, but I'm not going to, it's not fear that runs my life. That's not, that's not the place I make decisions from. And I always want to make sure my clients are doing the same thing because even when they want to leave a role, they're like, this isn't for me anymore. I want to make sure that that, like I always say that goodbye is a good buy, that you're doing it from a higher energy place, not like F this, I'm done. You know, I'm out of here. Because then you're generating that catabolic energy with you in your life into the next thing. And it's not going to serve you. I don't see anyone that really operates from those lower levels feeling really satisfied in their life. They're just not. And creating amazing results. And even if they are creating amazing results, because let me tell you, with some of 
that level two energy, which we're about to talk about, you can get stuff done. It's a very powerful energy around getting things done. But you'll also get things done and step on people along the way. And you'll also not be liked. And you're also generating a lot of catabolic energy. And it's uncomfortable to be around that kind of person. And most likely, this person isn't very satisfied and happy with their life. And I know because I've worked with them. I've worked with multimillionaires who generated a lot of two energy who did not like their life, who were like unsatisfied in their relationships, who always felt stressed out. And it did on the outside, you might be like, oh, financial success, it's there. But the success around its like their life as a whole, feeling good about their life, like proud of everything, you know, just feeling in those higher energy levels, they weren't there that much. You know, so I just think it's something important to point out. But we got to be able to spot it in ourselves. And okay, so that's how the one shows up for me. We could go on and on about this. I want to I want to know, like, how does it show up for you? Like, just start thinking, like, what does that look like for me? Another example of one that I see shows up a lot with my clients is replaying back situations. Like, let's say that you had a conversation with someone and then afterwards you're replaying the conversation in your mind and you're like, oh, I should have said this. Oh, that sounded stupid. Some of that stuff is generating. That's one energy, the replaying, beating yourself up blaming yourself that's one energy doubting what could be possible for you not shining your light hiding in this world there's a lot of hiding people are doing not putting themselves out there and I can relate to that because that's something I can step into too is hiding all right so let's go confusion I gotta talk about this before I move into level two Uh, people that operate from this place of I don't know what to do and they feel really confused like they lack, they'll say I lack clarity. I'm so confused. That's that's one energy generating. And this is the thing. One energy can be very distracting. It can make it so that you can't focus. I always think about it as like you're poking fingers in your ribs and someone's talking to you. And it's like, oh, this pain, this pain is happening. It's because that, that energy is generating your body. It's a distraction. You're not clear and focused. So this is why I do a lot of work with people around clarity because I want to shift their energy. Once they start getting clarity, they shift out of a confusion state. They reduce that catabolic energy. They start to release that sandbag and they start to move forward in their life. That's why I'm a huge advocate of teaching around clarifying your vision. All right. It goes back to the energy. It goes back to what happens when after people clarify their vision. You know, they start to, the energy shifts, they start to take action because that energy was weighing them down. That sandbag was holding them back when they were in a state of confusion. So with that said too, if you want a clarity session around anything, because you're like, I got to reduce this energy that's there. I want to get some clarity in this area of my life. Reach out and book a session. Book one session. Um, You can ask me about that too. There's links also in the details section. And that can help you. Sometimes you just need that little breakthrough. You need someone to help you a little, adjust that little sandbag and bring it down. And then start to get the momentum to move forward. Okay, let's talk about level two before I pop off here. I'm going to make my husband some breakfast. Level two energy. This is the dominant level that tends to show up for people in the world. Some people default and live here. A lot of those top business leaders actually have a lot of two energy believe it or not, because they use that to get stuff done. It's that energy of, you know, the rushing feeling that I absolutely do not like when it's like you're hustling, you're getting stuff done. It's like, but you're rushing, but you're doing it from a lower energy. That is two energy that's running that. It's this mindset of I win, you lose. So if you've ever worked with someone and it's like, it has to be their way. 
or they never take responsibility for being wrong. They don't like to say sorry. They're tense. You can see it in their body, like the shoulders up to the ears, maybe clench fists. It feels like you're walking on eggshells around them. Maybe they have a personality where sometimes they just randomly like flip out and you just don't know what's going to upset them. That's a lot of the two energy running. Very critical. Always pointing out what is wrong. Angry. That's the two energy. And if you think about how a lot of people show up, road rage. You know, it's like when we cut someone off and we don't even mean to, like sometimes I'll pull out in front of someone. I'm like, oh, I didn't see them coming, you know, and it's like it wasn't intentional. And that person immediately is going to flip out, flip, flip you off, beep the horn and just, you know, scream. And even if it wasn't even close to causing an accident, but it slowed them down a little bit. They're so irate about it. It's because they're generating so much of the, the two energy. And that's what's happening. I mean, actually, it can shock you when, let's say, you do pull in front of someone and you're like, oh, crap, I didn't see them coming and you feel bad. And someone just waves at you or maybe they stop to let you go. I remember one time I was going for a run and I almost ran in front of this car and she like had to stop abruptly and she just looked up and smiled at me and waved. And I was like, what? That is not a normal response. Normally, people would flip out at you when they just about hit you because you were not looking. But this person didn't do that because she was generating the four energy. And we see energy all day long. You can see it in people's bodies. You can see when someone is really tense and stressed out. We can feel it in our body when we are tense and stressed out. This is often why people that generate a lot of the depression or anxiety also end up getting sick because they're generating too much of the catabolic energy in their body. Or people that generate a lot of the two energy that we're talking about may end up having heart attacks at a young age because there's too much catabolic energy generating. Or they're like, go, 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 hustling all the time. And it causes too much generation of that energy in the body. And that is destructive to the cells. We even see when someone is really insecure or lacks confidence, they, they look down, they kind of make themselves small, like hide a little bit. Their body language shows that they're trying to hide. The one energy is generated. You can see it on people's bodies. This is also why, let's say I'm going to be speaking at an event and you naturally get nervous before you end up going out there. For me, my I, I often get nervous when it's when I know they're about to call my name. It's like that waiting period. I'm like, oh, like, but once I get up there, I, I start feeling like in my zone. I feel good. But that part right before. So I am very conscious of sitting up tall, opening my body because I want to start generating the confidence related hormones. I want to start intentionally generating the higher energy because I can feel my lower energy kicking in. So you can also shift it in your body. It's just even with different yoga practices, the reason why you hold poses for a long time or you feel really good after you leave that class is because the energy has shifted. And when you hold your body, your pose for more than two minutes, it causes a shift with your hormones in your body. And it changes how you feel. It's like why my yoga teacher always used to say people come to yoga for the physical benefits, they stay for the mental benefits because of the energy shifts that are happening. So that's also important to consider too if you notice those lower levels showing up. 
So two, energy. If you have a person that you're around that has a, what you would describe as a very difficult personality, very conflict-oriented, or just, just makes you feel on edge when you're around them, chances are very high they generate a lot of two energy. Two energy is an energy that I really don't like. It can serve you because sometimes I'm very intentionally trying to move someone to a two to get a little upset about how things are so they don't let people walk all over them so they don't keep just folding and being at the effect of life. Like if I know someone's in a lot of one energy, I may very intentionally move them to a two, but I'm not going to keep them there forever because two can be a powerful energy. It can take you where you want to go. So when you start to get someone upset about where they're at and what's happened, then they start to generate the two and it's like, now I'm going to do something about this. So all the energy levels actually serve you at different times. Two is the energy where you fight back. And actually in my profile, the my coach was like, okay, Ange, we need to actually generate some more two energy for you because you have so much of the one. Like start to fight back, start to stand up for yourself more because I didn't. I would just fold. When when I dealt with a, a, a personality that was very conflict oriented, very difficult, I would be like, oh, I'm going to hide from this person. I would just shift down to the low level, levels. A lot of that had to do with what I learned about how to manage conflict, even as a child, because I came from a family that did a lot of running away from conflict, sweeping things under the rug. And my husband, on the other hand, came from a family that like yelled and was louder about things. It was more of the two default. So when I experienced that, even when I got married, when I experienced that kind of energy, I was like, what is this? Like this terrified me. And I was like, I'm going to hide. But now it's like I've built up more of that two where I will stand up and be like, nope, that is not how you're going to treat me. And that's where the two serves me. But I don't stay there. I'm not generating that constantly. So we'll even talk about how those different levels can serve you at different times. And in some situations, it's not always best to show up and respond to it from a higher energy place because that might not get you to where you want to go. So it depends on the circumstance. But the, the issue is, is when you generate too much of the catabolic energy on a consistent basis. So with the two energy, um, how to deal with that? That's a question that I get from a lot of people. It's like, I have this person in my life. Like, how do I handle them? And this is what I would tell you. This person is very focused on what they want and their ego. When we look at influence too, when we start to show someone, we're like, what do you really want to happen? Like, let's say I was working with someone that had that, a lot of that energy. And they'd say, I'd want this to happen. They're very attached to it. And I would say, how is what you're doing leading to that? And the awareness might happen where they're like, it's not, it's not. You know, actually people hate me. They actually don't want to do the things I'm asking them to do. They're actually tense around me. Or I actually want to have joy with my family, but it's not leading to that because of the stress that I'm bringing into the situation. They start to get the awareness around it. I could tell them that, but it won't work. They have to have their own shift in their own brain. So this is where questions come in. So if you haven't got the energy communication guide, it's a document that I created with different questions related to these different energy levels. Just there's a few energy shifting questions there, kind of breaks down the different energy levels. You can get that document. I'll also link that in the details episode or the details of this episode. So you can check that out. But it's the questions. And I know we could be talking about this all day long about strategies and things that you could 
could do. And my my goal isn't to teach all of the different ways that you can do it. My my real intention is for you to notice it and and start to think, how can I shift, you know, what can I do to feel better? How can I help shift this person so that they feel better? Because it affects my life so much when I'm around them and they don't feel good because I feel that energy versus being at the effect of it. What I see a lot of people do is they want to run from the lower energies. They don't want to be around people that generate that. And it's like a lot of times you can't avoid that. You know, there's going to be people like that all over the place. But can you be the influencer of the energy versus being at the effect of the energy? Can you spot energy in a customer and just notice that they're at a one or they're at a two? Can you ask a question that's going to shift them? Can you say like, what are you excited about? What are you looking forward to? And it starts to shift them into a higher energy state. Can you point out the things that you know that they love that bring them joy and they start talking about it and it shifts the energy. When they start to go down, or if you're talking to someone on the phone that's extremely negative, can you shift that by, again, pointing out the things they love, highlighting the goodness that is there? Because then what you're doing is you are intentionally directing that energy versus just being the victim of it, versus just letting your energy drop down with that person which is what a lot of us do, or running from a job because there's a lot of negative energy there. Sometimes you do got to leave that position or that relationship that isn't serving you. That's a generation of too much catabolic energy. But if you leave, make it be that you leave because you are choosing that you don't want to do the work to manage your mind around it versus blaming. That's what people do that generate a lot of level two energy. They blame. They do not take responsibility. Responsibility doesn't come until level three. That's the first state of anabolic energy. So instead of blaming the, the person or the environment, it's like, can you decide intentionally, like, I don't want to be here anymore because this isn't in alignment with who I want to be. And it takes too much of my own energy to manage my mind around this person or this situation. So I am choosing to leave it in honor of who I want to be. Because this is what I say when it comes to energy, the lower energy levels. You have two choices. One, either manage your mind around it and do this work that we're talking about, asking questions, trying to shift them, figuring out how you can show up with your highest energy every day. Because you know, if you're showing up from a lower energy place already, like you're already tired, we need to do an episode on energy and energetic influencers. Like things like being tired. You might be more angry when you're tired. You might be, you might have less patience. That's me when I'm tired. So then I don't like normally negativity I could deal with and it's like doesn't bother me. But if I'm already operating from a lower state, given what's been going on in my life, I've been lacking sleep, haven't been eating well, other physical things, or I've been dealing with a lot of other stressors, I might not handle that negativity very well because of where I am. But if I'm showing up from a higher energy place, it's going to take a lot more to bring me down because I'm taking care of myself well because I'm, I'm generating that higher energy normally. This is why people always, I don't want to use the word always because it's a strong word, often commend me for my ability to handle someone who is very negative, like in a facilitation type situation that I'm in. They're like, wow, you just dismantled that so well. And it's like, yeah, I can do that when I feel good. You know, but with those days when I don't, I'm like, I don't have as much patience for it. And that's true for most people. This is why I really try to prioritize 
taking care of myself because I want my energy to be its highest because I know I show up better and I can be more conscious of what's going on around me and I can choose how I respond versus reacting. One of the analogies I like to give is the movie The Hunger Games. You know how when they all are trying to kill each other, they will go up in trees and hang out at the top of a tree because they feel safer up there, because they can see more. They can see more what's going on versus feeling at the effect of what is happening, like scared, like they have to fight back at the lower levels. That's how energy works. Some of us are living our life from this lower energy place where we're showing up with a lot of fear and that's running our lives or trying to control things, feeling like you have to exert all this energy to make it happen and force it. Those are the lower energies. This is why when we get into that higher state of flow, and we have trust and we have faith, things come easier in our lives. It's fun up there. Well, when you're up there, you see more opportunity. When you're in the lower levels, you don't. And this is when I'm doing the work with people. It's like they start to see more opportunity when we start to do the shifts and they start to bring amazing things into their life because now they're seeing opportunity where before there was blinders on, they couldn't see it. So this is another reminder too that when people are showing up for the lower levels like we all do at different times because we're humans show them grace because they're not at a mental state where they can be grateful for what is around them they don't see it where they can see opportunity you might see opportunity you might feel a lot of gratitude but they don't because it's like they have blinders on their energy is at a, a lower state and that's all it is it's energy but we love to a lot of times label someone as a bad person an extremely negative person. And even you may have even heard me say that about someone just to describe the situation. But you do want to be mindful of that because it's not the person. It's the energy that's generating. And we all, again, sometimes generate the lower energies. Some things are very triggering to us for whatever reason, our past experience, whatever it is. But when we can just see that it's all just energy, can always all be shifted. It just allows you to show up from a place of grace more. It's like, oh, this person's at a low energy today. You know, what else is going on in their life? A lot of times when someone wants to flip out on you, like let's say an angry customer, it's not just you that upset them. It's probably a combination of things. It's probably of what's going on in their life. But when you can come and approach that situation from a place of love and grace, and then you can get curious versus reacting and fighting back, changes everything. It dismantles that fear that's showing up for them, that lower energy. It's like shining a light on it. It's bringing the light into the space. And that's the kind of people we want to be in our lives. You know, as, as parents, if you're a parent or a wife or husband or whatever roles that you play as leaders, we do want to be an anabolic leader. I don't know anyone who's like, no, I don't want that in my life. Of course you do. But a lot of us are reacting. And you can call yourself out and say like, okay, I know I got a lot of that lower energy. I want to shift this. I want to change my life. No, I want to see more opportunity. I want to feel better. It's just a matter of like, let's do some shifts and watch the magic. Watch what shows up in your life when you start to reduce those sandbags and how you rise. It's so cool. So, so, so cool. All right. So, you know, there's a bunch of links that you can get in the details section of this episode if you want those. You can learn more about the energy assessment. You can learn more about one-on-one sessions. You can learn more about the energy the energy communication guide. You can get that if you haven't gotten it yet. It's something I've talked about, so some of y'all might already have it. 
Uh, but just know all of that is there. If you like this episode, let me know. Leave a review if you haven't done so. And we'll be back for part two talking about the anabolic energy coming up. We'll start with three, the level three, and we'll talk about how you start to shift up higher and what that looks like in different ways that you can bring that energy into your life. All right. Have an awesome day. I will talk to you soon. Bye.